From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KCYX News for Thursday, August 19th. I'm Sarah Reich. The consent calendar and CEO report from this week's Board of Supervisor meeting were full of big news. Earlier this month, the Board drew up an allocation plan on how to spend the one-time $22 million PG&E settlement fund for the 2017 wildfires, which started in Potter Valley and devastated neighboring Redwood Valley. Much of the money was earmarked for items the supervisors thought would ease the burden of the next disaster, but many Redwood Valley community members felt that they'd been overlooked. After an outcry, the board agreed to allocate a quarter million dollars from the fund to the Grange in Redwood Valley. They also resolved to ask the Fire District Association for advice on how best to spend another million dollars from the same fund, leaving about $2.7 million for the next emergency. Supervisor Glenn McGordy pulled the PG&E allocation item from the consent calendar to make an 11th-hour pitch for funding the Grange, whose members have long yearned for a commercial kitchen and major repairs. About two dozen letters pleaded for consideration, reminding the board that the Grange became a focal point of the community during the fires. A member of the Municipal Advisory Council called in to say that just over 16% of the money had been doled out to Redwood Valley and to ask that the board redo the entire process. McGordy demurred on the general, but acquiesced in the particular. One group that was left out, and I, I think they have a legitimate uh, issue to be included, is the uh, the Grange Hall, because during the fire, it, it served as a very important center for the community in many ways that continues to. And it's it's building a need. And I, I would like to, to somehow find a way to include uh, funding them. The board agreed unanimously and also agreed to allocate half a million dollars to solarizing the libraries rather than providing them with generators, as was originally requested, so they could serve as gathering places during evacuations or power outages. They also provided $1.5 million to carbon reduction plans with a view toward using funds from ARPA, or the American Relief Plan Act, to fund other requests on the list of priorities for the PG&E money. The Redwood Valley Capella Fire District did receive funding for two vehicles, but the Water District did not receive the money it requested for fire hydrants. County analysts told the board that that project could be paid for by ARPA, which, according to the CEO report, became law on March 11th. The money can be used by local governments to shore up the economic and public health impacts of the pandemic. Mendocino County has been approved for close to $17 million of that money, half of which was awarded earlier this month. $4.6 million of that is eligible for water and infrastructure projects. Another consent calendar item about land use and building code authority drew angry letters from neighbors of the Ukiah Gun Club in the Eastern Hills. These included a letter and a call from a legal firm, which are often steps toward establishing standing for a lawsuit. The Gun Club is on city-owned property in the unincorporated part of the county, which places it in a confusing jurisdictional situation. While a shooting range is an allowable use on rangeland, neighbors believe the gun club poses fire and other environmental risks. County Council Christian Curtis attempted to shed some light on the circumstance. This is an agreement as to the administration of the uh, uh, building and um, land use laws uh, at the Ukiah Valley uh, Gun Club. And uh, under California law, when the city owns property in the county's jurisdiction, the city is immune from the, um, the land use and the building laws um, on that property. So the county is unable to apply its laws to that location. So the attorney general has opined on this issue multiple times and actually reversed course in terms of opining to the extent to which that applies to a private lessee on the property. 
And that's left a significant amount of confusion for some time as to uh, exactly what laws the county can apply uh, to the gun club while it's operating on the city property. The board agreed to enter a joint powers agreement with the city to share land use authority over the property which the gun club is leasing until the end of 2044. And the drought task force is churning through the bureaucracy that will be required to carry out the plan to truck water from Ukiah to the coast. McGordy told Supervisor Ted Williams that he thinks 65,000 gallons a day could be forthcoming. How much water do you think government will be able to provide to the town of Mendocino between now and end of year? How much you need? <laughs> if everything goes as planned, we should be able to provide on a on a daily basis about 65,000 gallons of water transported from uh, Incaya to Fort Bragg. So, so we'll see. There's there's a lot to get through. You'd think it's a simple task, but it's not. There are so many regulations having to do with, first of all, moving water, second of all, moving potable water, third of all, creating the logistics to allow uh, that much water to get into Fort Bragg's system. CEO Carmelangelo cautioned the board that there are still hurdles. The county, uh, with all of the rules and regulations, we are unable to proceed with uh, some of these projects until the state approves moving water from one basin to the other and until the local policy decisions have been made. We anticipate that this will all happen. And I believe it is the August 31st meeting that the drought uh, ad hoc and Josh Metz will be giving a presentation to the board. And that presentation will include some policy decisions that need to be made by this board as we move forward. One of the, the key areas, of course, that the board will um, need to weigh in on and actually approve will be around the money that will be spent to do the hauling. The board also appointed five of the six applicants to the redistricting committee to follow up on the census by redrawing the borders of the supervisorial districts if warranted by changes in the population. Initial numbers indicate that the county population has grown by about 4,000 with slight increases in Ukiah, Willits, and Point Arena. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.